You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to episode 89 of Star Wars and Scotch. Uh, this has been your uh, official uh, yeah, free you're show. welcome. I'm not even gonna fight it. I'm just yeah, with Tarkov wipes. It's, it's been a day, dude. <laughs> just a He's mental, mental pregame. It's been a day. It's eight sixteen in the morning. I know, Kevin. Oh my god. Hey, I well, also, the- I, I've, I've come to learn that I just absolutely hate myself because not only is it Tarkov wipe day, I'm gonna subject myself to that. For those that don't know, Tarkov is just a game that we just love to hate uh, and that I stream on the regular. Uh, and two is leg day. And so it was just like, I really just wanted to hate myself. Trying to get up the stairs this morning was terrible. Can you tell me how great leg day is, though? I love leg day, though. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's fun. It's great. But it's terrible at the end. Feel jabated. Uh, that's a nice mug. Thank you. Yeah, this was, um, I don't remember where I got this from or, or who gave it to me, but uh, Mandalorian mug. Oh, I know where I got this from. I got this from the Disney store before they closed it here in Tampa. That's what that's what happened. Yeah, I can't believe man, fuck you, JPEG. He got his contract extended for three more years. Son of a bitch. I can't believe it. Did you see that speaking of JPEG, did you see that they have like have a, pretty much deemed the uh the Star Cruiser a failure? Oh yeah. Dude, yeah, it's been I like, told you that's three months ago. I think we were pretty much on point with that one, Kevin. Just like I saw that article a couple days ago, I was like, not surprised. <laughs> Where's my Florida resident 40% off sale? Come on. I, and I mean, that's what I'm waiting for now. Like, what, that's what I'm waiting for, too. Discounted rooms. They can't get rid of it. It's there. That's the other thing is, what are you going to do with it? Like, if it's actually, if it's considered a flop, if this is, like, the thing that just doesn't work, is this going to turn into the Disney water park that no one ever talks about anymore that was in the Seven Seas Lagoon? Adventure. Um, yeah. What, adventure, not Adventure Island. Oh, I forget what it was called. But you know yeah. what I'm talking about, though the one, the one where like well, all the they, fun horror videos come from. They closed the other water park too during COVID, and they've not reopened it. And there's Which no one? plans to reopen it. Uh, Typhoon Lagoon. Beach, Typhoon Lagoon. Really? I think that one was like the more like eh, water park compared to. It was the older, one. if I remember correctly. Yeah. So. But yeah, Chapek got his contract extended, which blew my mind because I thought they were ready done. to like vote his ass out. Only like forty something percent of the shareholders voted against him, so he had the majority. <sighs> Let me in that room. <clears throat> buy stock and you can be in the room. That's what I did. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> are you if you buy Disney full, stock? You full Elon on this one? No, if you buy Disney stock, you can vote in the shareholder. Yeah, but you Obviously, can't, like, my... be in the room. Oh, yeah. You get to be like Aaron Burr. You don't get to be in the room where it happens. <laughs> I was in the room where it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you get to you get invited to the call and they send you the form to whatever. But yeah, he got his contract extension, extended, which sucks because. I want a new blood, but three more years of this. But yeah, uh, Galactic Star Cruiser was considered a failure, which is super not surprising. But I mean, at this point, they have to start selling packages for it that include, you know, tickets to the parks and hotels and things like that. So I'm interested to see what they do. Is is it going to turn into the um, the Star Wars? Uh, uh, what's the, the the cheesy guided tour with C three PO? Star Tours. Is it going to be? Is it become the Star Tours ride of? 
you know, of the of the uh, the. But they the update Star Tours to this day. They do, but it's still very much so like outdated and old, and it's yeah, just but like who it cares? feels like a lot of yeah. But I feel like a lot of people just like walk by it, like ah, Star Wars, that's cool, and then just keep on going. Um, like how There's are they going to make how are they going to make that sexy? How are they going to make people want to go? Is it really just a price point, or is it just? I mean. Is it a yes, whole, it like, is the a two-day Star Cruise thing? Like, is, people just don't find that attractive anymore. It's the price point. Look, look at what um, every TikToker said when the articles came out. Everyone did the same great. exact video. They're like, I could tell you what's wrong. And they went to the page with the price, and they were like, sure. But all the, the ones problem. that went, they said they had a great time, but they were also sent there on, on Disney Dude, if Dime, you went so. for free, wouldn't you have a oh, great yeah, time? I think I'd have a great time. But the more I see videos, the more I look at those experiences, like, I really feel like you have to take your kid. Um, I don't really feel like that the experience you get was really designed for, like, hey, do you want to go have, like, a fun, like, Star Wars LARP weekend? Like, it just it feels like there's a lot of things missing there. To where like they thought they could justify the price, and then like, when people look at it, like there's just nothing there for me. Like the people who actually have the disposable income, they're just like, how do I? Where's the return for me on that? Yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to what we said. Star Wars is for well, we didn't say it; someone else said it. We agreed, but Star Wars or Galactic Star Cruisers for uh, rich people who think Star Wars is neat. Yeah, that's that's what it's currently tailored towards, and that's why it. You know, they didn't even make it one year, and there's bookings. You know, through July, that you can get. Did you just is, look, really? Uh, that's what the article said when I read it on Monday. Oh, that's the fall is the fall is wide open. Like pick that's a day. Nuts to think. Uh, I bet you, if you go look at any of the other property resorts, they're probably booked. No, they are because I called about uh, going in um, the fall, taking the kids, and a lot of the resorts I want to go to are completely booked. So, uh, well, you know what, you could go to you could go to the Star Cruiser. Well, I mean, on, honestly, we're going to go to uh, Universal for Christmas this year since Disney oh, Christmas Oh, Universal Christmas is fantastic. Ass. Disney Christmas sucked ass last year. Like, that's the nicest way I can put it. Uh, you, they threw a few wreaths and some garland on some shit and called it a day. Um, but, yeah, we're going to go to Universal. Because the boy is into um, he's into Jurassic Park uh, again. Oh, yeah. Well, so, your son's been addicted to dinosaurs since he could talk, so. But he finally watched Jurassic Park. So now oh, that he watched Jurassic oh. Park, he's like, can we go to Jurassic Park? I was like, yeah, we'll go to Universal. They have Jurassic Park there. And then there's Marvel there. So I have a feeling he'll be, his eyes will be open to this, like, why didn't you take me here before? I'd be like, I have. You were just a tiny little guy. Um, so um, exploring more of the uh, theme park world. Like, but, what a crazy-ass tangent. At the, so just to come full circle, fuck you, Bob Chapek. Yeah, and I mean, that's shutting down my it. Disney store at, at the uh, you know, the Tampa International Mall. So I'll give JPEG credit where credit's due. He's a TV guy and a digital guy, and he has done right by Star Wars when it comes to Disney Plus and Marvel. Well, I mean, sure. Yeah, they did a great job of turning movies into TV shows. I but... started Hawkeye yesterday, by the way. Oh, it's so good. I need to watch. Was... So we're, we're getting caught up on uh, Stranger Things. So we're on episode, oh, my God. On episode four. Um, Friday. So the... Very, very good. The two new episodes drop on Friday, uh, the and final of the season. I want to see Miss Marvel. I, I it, I've heard really good things, and I'm still trying to figure out why people are shitting on it. But overall, I'm excited to see that. So. I have a pretty good idea why people are shitting on it, but I'll let you know because I'm gonna watch Hawkeye and then Moon Knight and then Miss oh, Marvel. So good. Oh man, I just wish I watched Hawkeye during Christmas. That's my only complaint. Yeah, that was it. Was a nice it was a nice kind of like holiday vibe the the whole way through. So it it, it fit. It's a it's a fun little Christmas watch. Maybe you should save it for Christmas. They did a really good job making Jeremy Renner look exhausted. Oh my God, he is so tired the entire yeah. time. You just you can you feel it. He's just you can tell he's he's the guy who doesn't have the superpowers, right? And yep. it really shows. You know, Hawkeye is just a guy who's really good at shooting stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Could that be a mutation? Uh, I mean, like we if if we actually get the X Men crossover. Yeah, we could we could play into the he's a mutant and he has and he's like dead shot or he's, he has he has this dead shot that he can do, um, but for the most part he's just a man and he's just tired and they and they it, it, the same way they captured that with Obi Wan, they did a great job with Hawkeye of just showing like this I was guy's like over it he just wants to retire. I was like I feel you, dude. I feel <laughs> I feel you so even deeply. just like the bags under his <laughs> eyes and stuff. It's like I wonder yep. if they just like kept him awake for a couple of days just just to really get the blood to pool under his eyes. Also, Rogers the Musical was the most was New so York cringy. City, but that was the most New York City, like, let's capitalize on thing musical 
That was on point. That's, nor- that's normal? Shit like that happens? No way. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, that's... I was so cringy the entire way through, and I, I was pissed at myself for watching the end. Okay, so, Kevin, I almost ruined it for you. Stay, watch, watch the finale. Watch the credits. Enjoy. Of course. Always do. Well, Sorry. Disney has a skip credits button now. Oh, really? Yeah, for stuff that, because I think they realized people were just fast forwarding, so they're trying to make everyone's life easier. I mean, like, that's what I used to do before, you know, Disney Plus was a thing with Marvel movies. Yeah. Just fast forward through the credits. Every back time. in my day, we fast forwarded. Back when I had DVDs. Do you remember the old CDs where you, where some of them had secret tracks that if you went to the beginning of the first song and rewound, it would go to like a negative and you could, they would have like a secret track or something like that. I don't remember those days, Kevin. Yeah, you're my too time. young for that, yeah, too. Apparently. All right. Well, yeah. Just dated myself again. Anyway, I hope you're all drinking delicious Kings Coast coffee this morning like Tim and I are. Uh, I just went up there this weekend and hung out. I was actually talking to Wayne about some some good stuff in there, uh, especially with the cold brew and whatnot. There's, they, he's got some good ideas and plans, and uh, we're working on stuff. So um, if you didn't get your summer swells, I think there's like maybe 20 left last I checked. So nice. you might want to go grab some of those and uh, – and, uh, drink up your summer because i don't know when cold brew will be back uh, i don't know uh, i don't know maybe by before the end of the summer maybe not so get your summer swells uh, i did talk to some people though who were like i have tim's i got stuff at gcx and now you want me to buy more <laughs> yeah dude just, yeah I've, I've got so much cold brew right now it's not even i funny, have a case of gcx in my fridge so um yeah, yeah but yeah head over to kingscoastcoffee.com they also have some summer merch up um so you can check that out as well and uh, yeah, Summer Swells is still available. That's what I'm drinking today. Head over to kingscoastcoffee.com. Ah. Um, oh, yeah. Ah, so it came back. <laughs> the New well, York that's Boston. Oh, .com oh, is Boston. Oh, oh, park in the car and Hobbit Yard. Yeah, All right. while, I, while I wear khakis. I'm looking yeah. for my khakis while I'm wearing... I lost them in my khakis. You know what I'm looking um, for, Kevin, is something new to watch right now that isn't that is Star Wars related because I'm itching. Um, You've watched I everything. <laughs> I know I've watched everything. I don't want to wait. Uh, what is it? Two more months until until Andor. Start reading Shadow of the Sith. I, I it was so okay. So I but I'm also on Brotherhood right now. So uh, and oh, I also yeah. need to finish I, Ascendancy. I, so that's kind of like where I'm at right now. And and then I went looking at comic books over the weekend, and I and I got overwhelmed. So you know, like sometimes you're like, I have this great idea, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna read some comic books today. And I went through and I just typed in. Star Wars, and it was so much, and I, you know, just closed the app, and I was like, well, that's that was a bad idea, because so, I just they, didn't know where to start. They left all the old stuff in there, too. They did, so. and so I need, to, I need to be better about, like, navigating the Marvel app when it comes to, like, trying to find the things I'm actually looking for. Um, See, I, I really want to read through the, uh, the Obi-Wan, the, the journals of Obi-Wan. Haters, it's all still there. You can still go get your Legends content. Yeah, it's all there, and it's really annoying, because I was there. trying to sift through it all. Mickey like did not de- maybe, delete maybe it. on desktop would be a little bit better. Mobile app can be kind of weird. Audible even has they're marked as Legends books. Dude, there's a, there's a brand new. Okay, so I was looking at Audible last night. There is a brand new Legends book that came out this year, um, and it's about Mace Windu. Give me a second. It's called. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna find it. I was literally looking at it. Also, they have all of the the new stuff coming up. So like the Battle of Jeddah which is High Republic. They've got Convergence. Mm. They've got all of that stuff up there. There's a new book coming out called Shadowhunter, Star Wars Legends, Darth Maul. Uh, so that's going to be a le- so. So I don't know how that one's going to work. It says that it's Star Wars Legends. Um, and then where's this Darth? Where's this? Uh, here it is. Shatterpoint, Star Wars Legends. So what are these Star Wars Legends? Are these, are these considered... Star Wars Legends? Is this like EU expanded yeah, universe not, stuff? They're not canon. They're, they're not canonical. So these are brand new. Um, are you so sure they, they're not reissues? I it's so it's an Audible and it's Audible it, was bringing back reissues a lot. Okay, so it says Shatterpoint Star Wars Legends, and it came out June fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Originally published June third, two thousand three. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, I had no idea they were doing that. So I learned something new today. So yeah. Audible is re is going to do that's covers the of the Yeah, it's the Mace book. I remember this. And then they also have one about Darth Maul. So that's so cool that they're they're 
bringing these back? Why are they? Why is Disney allowing them to bring them bring these back though? A, they can make money because they own the IP. B, um, you know, it's better to give the fans options, if you will, than just I guess. silo them into what you're doing. Also, the word canon is very. It would be like it's the equivalent of of them saying like, no, MCU is the only timeline. Well, I'd be like, yeah, they're not going to do that. What is it, six one six? Yeah, they're not going to do that. So, um, I don't want to be rude to our Star Wars fans, but some of you guys are dumb. So the the problem that I have with this is when we start talking about things that happened in the past and all, and and we start having these more like in depth discussions, people get confused. I myself get confused because I have a hard time remembering what actually happened or did it happen somewhere else. Oh, I Um, conflate all the time. That's the that's the that's the frustrating part when you have these these multiverse storytelling, especially in Star Wars. I feel like it's it's difficult because it it was something that was considered not existent. Okay, so we're throwing that all out and then we're bringing it back and existing within the the same canonical timeline is just very confusing. Yeah, I I I get confused a lot and I'll conflate things that were legends and can't and but I don't at the end of the day, I like I like the more lore options also the word legends lends itself to the fact that they're myths which you know it's a big galaxy and even even watching the the last few shows we're realizing just how big it is yeah um and you know if if you i I read a thing the other day that you know um giancarlo esposito when in the final scene of the last season of mandalorian when luke is coming you know think about his point of view He's never met Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker is considered a legend and a myth at this point. The guy who took down both Death Stars. Like, he's supposed to be, like, some sort of resistance rallying point or uh, rebel rallying point that maybe isn't true. You know, kind of like the way the legend of Ragnar Lothbrok in Viking Legend is people say. But people say it could be multiple people, but under the same name. So Luke, you know, that's kind of the assumption. And then all of a sudden, you know, the guy that took down the two Death Stars that went into the room and Palpatine didn't walk out and he walked out with Vader's body yeah. um, is now cutting down all of your elite droid troopers that you were, you know, yeah, as he comes out. Shitless. And, and that's why the acting is so good because the horror on his sure. face while it's happening is, is, yeah. is, is, is priceless. I, I like that, though. The idea of these stories being considered stories. Like, they Ooh. are they're, they are these, uh, like, the game of telephone. You know, like, yep. one person saw it who then told someone else who then passed it down. And, of course, things get... Get jumbled up and, and everything. I like that. I like looking at it as just like a, a story from from an eyewitness. That's cool. Yeah, good idea. I, I like it's, that. It's it's similar to you know, like I told you a few months back, the three hundred comic. You know, that's a true story. Yeah, of the, of the three hundred Spartans. That is a real and true story. I hope you would know that, and not you, but whoever's listening. Um, and the thing that makes it awesome is the way Frank Miller wrote it and and designed it is an old man sitting by a fire telling the story to a younger generation. Yeah. This is how it happened. I'm going to embellish the details. And it, you know, things like the immortals, they didn't look like that, but the immortals were real. They marched at 10,000 strong. They were part of the Persian army. It's all true, but they weren't lizard faced like demon creatures, <laughs> but that's how the story would be told to you. So I look yeah. at legends in a similar way that if, if Disney hasn't explicitly made content, for that part and a lot of lore folks are doing the same exact thing i'm noticing you know old republic content is being considered canon until disney says otherwise sure. rather than previously when we were like you know um <clears throat> uh that th- none of it's canon i would rather do it that way yeah. and wait for them to retcon it than do it the way that we were doing it previously so right now a lot of the lore folks are just telling stories based on legends and attributing it to things happening in canon and whatnot. Like Darth Bane. We yeah. know Darth Bane exists. We don't right. know his story in the Disney universe, but we have his trilogy book. Right, that which story is already legends. there. Right. So, you know, and Disney seems to be going the wayside of like, hey, our version of the storytelling might not have been the best. So we're going to start borrowing more from legends because that's what the fans want. And um, when you look at, uh, uh, and this came out this week, um, it's in the book that I'm reading, The Shadows of the Sith book. Luke's Jedi Temple, we now know the planet it's on. Guess what? The planet's from Legends. Guess what? The planet was one of the fonts of, of or one of the original starting place of the Jedi in the galaxy. It's the planet Osis. Yeah. Osis is in the Old Republic game. You go to Osis 
it's it's one of the expansions so they're doing it that's cool and they're doing it to like so that's why i think a lot of these lore folks are just saying like well disney's probably gonna make a lot of this canon at this point um yeah and, and tweak things along the way uh and and I think that's the exciting thing is that a lot of the there's nothing wrong with reading the the comics and the books from the legend stories because a lot of it might end up coming true. You know, I, I'm joking with you, but also being serious, all the fan art with Mace, like I don't know if you've seen it, a lot of people have been doing fan art all of a sudden, and it's all like Mace on the bottom floor of Coruscant, God soaked in rain, his hands cut off, he's got like <laughs> scars all over him, his eyes are red because you know he toys with the dark side. Um, so I have a feeling whether you like it or not, Tim Mace is, is it will come back in the comics or something like that. Not on screen. Well, doesn't he save himself in the book? And there's a book where he saves himself. in his book. Yep. Doesn't he save himself? Doesn't he like land through a building? He, he uses the force. And he like force pushes fall. himself through something. Yeah. I, someone told me in chat and I was like, what the, there's no way like that guy's dead. But I mean, you know, that's Samuel L. Jackson. He'll find a way. No, he lands, and he's like, that motherfucking emperor. <laughs> I'm going to beat his ass. Um, Too many Sith on this planet. I, you know, and, and, and then that's where you can take those ideas and start doing the fun theory crafting, which is what everyone does between seasons of stuff. So mm -hmm. one of the big ones I'm seeing now is, you know, people pushing Disney to make a what-if series for Star Wars. Um, and one of, one of the ones that everyone wants to know is, like, what if Yoda was part of the team that went to go apprehend the emperor. I've seen that. I've seen that meme. Like, what if? Like, yeah. they probably would have won and things would have been way different, you know? Mm -hmm. um, what if Anakin, you know, did end up killing Palpatine um, or beat Obi-Wan and then ended up killing Palpatine too? Yeah. You know, I think that would be, fun, that would be that fun. That would be really cool. It'd be fun making an animated series. But, like, honestly, like, that was fun because, like, the what if content actually, you ended up seeing it. You right. know, like you got to see parts of it, which was really neat, even if it was just for, you know, a few minutes. So, like, I, I think I think our, we already have our what if, though, and that's going to that's already the, the the animated stuff, the visions. So I think like, I feel like we already have that. I feel like they could expand on visions more, though, and it could be it could be that what if I don't I, I feel like having visions and then something else on top of it might be too much. I think visions is is more experimental. You think so? Yeah, I think Visions is a. It's a chance to bridge the gap to the anime community because we know that Star Wars manga does very well. Yeah. Um. So I think it's to bridge that gap to the anime community. And like you said, two of those those episodes were already being discussed to be greenlit into series. Right. Um. And again, if that opens up the door to non-canon series being available, the sky's the limit. Like I read the I have it right there, the Ronin book. Yeah. I read it, and it I. It wasn't the best Star Wars book, but man, was it an interesting ass take on the Star Wars universe um, that was non-canon. It didn't have anything to do with anything. You know, they changed the whole story. The, the Jedi were kind of the the Empire and the bad guys, and the Sith were Ronin. Yeah, we saw necromancy. In, yeah, it was pretty wild. It's pretty cool. Oh, there's a ton more of it in the book too. Like just dead armies of undead everywhere. Um, you know, but that's a legends thing too, where that I might not even be again, this is where I get confused. There was that plague that that one Sith Lord put out, and then Vader found it. And again, I don't remember if this is canon or not. And then, you know, Vader wants to use it in the outer rim, and an outbreak ends up on one of the ships, and all the stormtroopers turn into zombies. So it's all there. It's just a matter of how they use it going forward. And, you know, reading this book, I'm about two chapters in. I've seen some comments like Molly posted that we're going to learn why, you know, remember Dio from the little droid from Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, uh -huh. So we're going to learn why Dio is so skittish. It's because he was abused by Ochi. Ochi was the oh, bounty hunter hunting uh -huh. Ray. And Molly made a comment yesterday on Twitter that said, like, you know, we're going to learn how Ochi, um, you know, or I'm reading how Ochi abused Dio. And that's why Dio is so skittish and scared because he's like an abused mm. droid. Um, so. Uh, the story, the story so far is focused on Ray's parents, oh, and they're running. Oh, they're on the run. Yeah, they're on the run. Um, Ochi's chasing them. So um, I'm still learning more, but that's where the story starts. And Luke is apparently in the book too. So, oh well, yeah, he's on the he's on the the freaking cover. Yep. 
It's Luke. I think it's Lando too. Is that Lando? There's Lando. It's Luke, and then there's like an acolyte or something that's that's there in the foreground. Yeah, because by this point the Inquisitors are gone, so I want to know who the hell that is, unless it's from the past. Oh, it could be like a ghost. Because <clears throat> they at the beginning book or have to read? at the beginning they say uh, the Emperor, you know, the Emperor's assumed to be dead because obviously oh, speaking, we know he's not. Speaking of that, Kevin. Yes. Um, the whole idea of like the eternal emperor, um, someone, someone tagged me on, on Twitter and, and they were talking about, they were talking about the idea of the emperor trying to strike, get it, get Luke to strike him down so that he could possess Luke and that didn't work. So then he tried it on Ray. And so like, like the, that whole idea of, because he needed Ray to strike him down to possess her, but and I never thought that that's he was trying to do the exact same thing to Luke. My theory and with that. Well, but that's the other thing, too, is that, it, like, what if Shmi wasn't the, not Shmi, um, uh, if the Emperor wasn't the first Emperor, what if he is just a continuation of the Eternal Emperor from times before? So the reason I don't believe that is because he was trained by Plagueis, and that novel is canon, I believe. Is it? I believe Plagueis is the Plagueis novel canon is the... I thought it came out before. Darth Plagueis novel canon. The character is canon. The novel is not. Okay. Okay. So what if... And I just... I just this is me just theory crafting because I saw this... I saw this last week and I just... I, I wanted to bring it up to you. I thought this was really interesting. What if he isn't who we think he is and he is the actual eternal emperor and he's just been continuously hopping and that's what he tried to get Ray to do? I don't know how Darth Plagueis would come into play in all of that, but is it possible? Yes, because Vitiate existed for 3,000 years in Legends canon, jumping from body to body, and he would always go to the body of suitable, strong warriors. So when you meet him for the second time in the Old Republic game, he's in the body of this ruler of this this part of the... It's, it's actually a different galaxy. It's not the galaxy far, far away. It's a different mm -hmm. one. Um, and uh, he's the ruler of this planet area thing and um he's like the, the planet's strongest warrior and yeah. you know their most noble leader and that's the body he chooses to, to possess so, so that's the one thing about Plagueis though is Plagueis wasn't a uh he wasn't a warrior he was a scientist he was a researcher he was a very very smart uh individual he was from the the, the banking clan he was that he was that that race so um they're just really smart they're not they're not very strong so like so that would kind of go against that theory unless he needed unless he needed the the knowledge from from Plagueis to you know continue on to 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 become better I'll meet you halfway uh Sidious is known to be a student of Sith lore and the past mm -hmm. uh in Battlefront remember he has all those hidden yep vaults everywhere with that's a, also an aftermath like it's uh -huh. Right, so we know he had all these vaults, and they had relics from the Sith Empire in there. Yep. We know he's been to Korriban. Yes. So he's probably communed with the the, the dead Sith Lords in the Valley of the, de uh, the Dark Lords. Um, and we also know he was traveling around the galaxy doing shady shit. Yeah. Um, and we know he didn't really care about ruling the Empire as much as he cared about gaining Sith knowledge. Yes. I feel like that's painfully evident. So my point would be is if you had all these old tombs, you know, the legions on Exegol were named after ancient Sith Lords, Darth yes. Vendetta, Darth Revan. Uh -huh. So he obviously knew who they were. The concept art showed, like, the etchings of the Dark Lords all over the temple on Exegol. Mm -hmm. Again, why else would you go to Exegol? So my theory is that he learned Vitiate's dark rituals to live forever, air quotes, and he was putting it into practice. And I have a feeling Plagueis is probably the one who gave him the knowledge that it exists. Might not have known it for himself, but mm -hmm. said, you know, you know, ages ago there was a Dark Lord, blah, 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 you know, like that. You know, and I've still not completed my, you know. And that could be part of Acolyte, honestly. Mm. It's going around and finding this stuff. What if she's like, you know, like reads a tomb from, from you know, the ancient Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth, uh, he had like 75 names. But Vitiate was his original name. Um, you know, like, it could be. And he was, he, and it's, he, you know what's cool about him? Interspecies. He wasn't limited to humans. Cause he yeah, starts you could just out, jump around to whoever. He started out as a Sith pureblood and ended up as a human. So it's more, you know, the spirit. And we know, we know for a fact that 
Sidious is obsessed with finding a vessel for his spirit. Obsessed. Mm -hmm. Which is why I think all the cloning and stuff and all of these shows leads back to him. Grogu leads back to him because he needs that vessel but to that, but the, inhabit. I think the cool thing is now looking again at episode six, the whole like he wanted Anakin or he wanted Luke to strike yeah. him down. He wanted him to kill him. And so like that was the coolest thing is like he wasn't able to do that. Right. And so like and that makes that whole right. that makes that whole like blue explosion and the screaming and everything even more impactful now because it's like no that was his spirit just being just blown out from from his body ejaculated from the death star. <laughs> ah! Um no, but that's exactly what Vitiate does. He like moves yeah. on to the next host. So it, my theory is that he had temporary bodies to inhabit and that his spirit would actually destroy them hence, you know, yeah, I don't want to. He's just hop, hop, hopping around. Yeah. So, like, he blew up, and maybe he went into one of the um, clone bodies from what's his face, the guy in seven and eight. Uh, I can't remember his name. The guy running the first order. Snoke. Thank you. He drops okay. into maybe one of the Snoke bodies. You know, which technically is a Luke clone, deformed from Luke's hand, is what we're assuming at this point. Because if he had Luke's hand, we think he was making the Snoke bodies from Luke's hand. Yeah, that, is a, that is a theory going around. Yeah, and I like that theory. So, um, you know, that could be how this is playing out. And then the bodies, like the, his spirit would just make them crumble like they couldn't hold. I wonder, I wonder if we're going to get any more, any more info on, on that with uh, Survivor. I wonder if we're going to learn more about the whole like spirit hopping or the ability oh, that to like, inhabit a body things like that because we like i mean like the we i'm i'm gonna hold true i'm gonna i'm just gonna i'm gonna die on this hill I, the idea of star killer coming back in in survivor just makes so much sense like why wouldn't you put an iconic video game star wars video game character in a brand new star wars video game that everyone's gonna be fucking playing uh anywho the idea of cloning if that if that is true is going to be very become very very popular within star wars talk and so i wonder if if that's gonna go even further and try to explain the whole emperor story part Hopefully, hopefully. I really hope that. I hope they don't I hope they don't waste any time with Mando season three about that. I hope they, they either do it in Bad Batch or they do it in Fallen Order. Uh or Mando in season Survivor. three will be Mandalorian focused. Yeah, so that's but that's the whole thing is I hope we don't get like any like side questing or we don't like get one of those filler episodes where it's just like we're not gonna give you the main quest because it's only actually gonna take you four episodes. So here we'll give you a couple extra ones and so they right. go off for for an episode. It's like, oh cloning. I'm like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. So hopefully that doesn't happen. I think Bad Batch will be the next big bombshell when it comes to the cloning operation. It operations. makes sense the way they ended it. It just it it just fits. You know why wouldn't you talk about cloning with when when your uh your main characters are clones? Plus they're at the center of that as works. characters. Yeah, so it's just, it's them. It's their story. Exactly. It's, and, and and the whole Omega part. God, I I need to know more about that. I need to, and I also need to know how how does it tie into Boba Fett? Because I feel like then we'll get some information as to what's going to happen with Book of Boba. If they continue on with that, which I think they're going to with yeah. how with how well that season did. Yeah, I hope I, I honestly hope Obi-Wan's done. I don't want a second season. Oh, dude, man, I'm going to just burst your bubble. Then, Kevin, did you know originally Obi-Wan was supposed to be a three part movie? Yeah. Yeah. And so what happened was is they saw how poorly Solo did. And they're like, well, fuck that. We're not going to do it. So they chopped it up and they found out about Disney Plus. And so they're like, okay, so we're going to throw this on Disney Plus. Um, and so apparently what we got was essentially the first movie. Yeah. So I think with, what did they say? It was like 18 and a half million people or something saw Obi-Wan on day one or some, something stupid. It was some, some, some just stupid number with how well it did. And, and so I, I I think it would it would it would ru I don't think it would ruin it would really put a damper on the momentum that Star Wars has right now within you know the streaming verse that we find ourselves in, and so I, I think we're going to continue on the way that Hayden Christensen has talked about continuing on as Darth Vader. He wants to he wants. Yeah, but I to, want a Vader series. I agree with you, but I don't think we're going to get a Vader series. I think Vader, unfortunately, the more I've thought about this, I think they're going to use Vader as a as a um a piece to to create hype within within certain shows 
Obi-Wan, for example. What if, Dr. Afra is another show that I feel like would do very, very well. Point being, it's a female character. You have a female lead who's super adventurous, really spunky, who gets into shit, and, and Vader's right there. Vader's going to be these things that he comes in, he's like, hey, I'm here, and then just you know, kind of moseys on out. I don't, think that, I don't think that they're going to use Vader as a main piece because of how much excitement he creates. Unfortunately, I want a Vader series so badly. I think the comics are really, really cool. His all, like, even like Vader Immortal, like again, Vader Immortal is not about Vader. Like it's about Vader, but you don't play as Vader. You, you Vader shows up and then leaves. He's never the main character in anything. He's always an addition to something else. He enhances. He's a he's a seasoning. He's seasoning for shows and for video games and stuff. You kind of sprinkle in Vader here and there, and people get so excited because he's that he's that character that we love. Like, as, as scary as he is, I mean, like, just think of the excitement when you just saw him just dragging people down the street. You were terrified at the same time. You're like, holy shit, he's doing this. This is so crazy. Um, it's the same way in Vader Immortal. Vader shows up, and you're terrified because it's this massive seven-foot robot that, you know, is talking to you. James Earl Jones' voice is coming out of his chest. It's, it's nuts. Vader is the greatest villain of all time, so, ah, I mean. the V word. Uh. I mean, he's a villain, Tim. I the sense internet, the good in him, Kevin. The internet disagreed with. Oh. Well, he has a redemption arc. He's a villain with a redemption arc. That mm. that's a thing. Eh. Um, you know, it's not like Thanos. Let go of your hate, Kevin. It's not like Thanos, where there's a huge argument in the middle of it, where people are like, "Oh, was he really that wrong?" Dude, I mean, he was looking out for the entire universe. Yeah, but genocide usually isn't the answer. <laughs> I mean, um, Jesus, so. I guess- and just saying, just but Vader's genocide. Vader's the greatest argument right there. Genocide. All right, you win. <laughs> Eugenics. I don't know. You can call it whatever you want. Um, Vader um, is the greatest villain of all time. He's the most recognizable in pop culture. Um, you know, he now spans three to four generations of, of fan fandom. Um, and I do agree with you that they need to protect him, but I also think that people didn't expect the side of vader and now that they've seen it the door's kind of open and if you've read the comic books you're very excited because you're like finally we could see this version of vader played out on the screen but if you haven't read the comics this is all new to you this is like and i had to you know i was telling my wife while i watched i was like this is how he acts in the comics like he's not this little goody two-shoes but i said he also has moments of weakness where you know he thinks about padme and blah 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 so and he has padme's ghost at one point so um it could be said that on the one hand, you're right. Yeah, they should protect him and use him as an additive instead of a main character. But at the same time, you know, like a Vader miniseries would clean up on Disney+. Oh, yeah, Plus. most definitely. Like the, the entire, like the, the, whole, the whole story arc of him trying to resurrect Padme is so awesome. And like, mm-hmm. I really want people to experience that. And, and, and unfortunately, unless you play Vader Immortal, you're not going to experience it. Um, that is where that story lies, which I think is so cool about Star Wars storytelling is that you have to sometimes go play video games in order to get that piece of content if you really love it. Uh, but there's so many other cool things that he does that, that again, I think it would be really cool to showcase on screen. I just don't know if there is enough for just Vader by himself to have his own show. That's why I think like having a Dr. Afra or having like another Obi-Wan where it's maybe they don't get to fight again, but the idea of, you know, showcasing what Anakin is doing while Obi-Wan's doing that. Or So Doc Dr. Afra's a great character that no one knows about. Now Dr. Afra fits very well into what they're trying to do with Star Wars and, you know, she brings that Indiana Jones element to it mm-hmm. that yep. you know, we have Andor who's basically James Bond at this point. Yep. Or Mission Impossible. Uh, and now we can have, you know, Indiana Jones. But the best way to introduce her would be to bring her into the Vader series like she's in the comics. Because then people would know who she is because they're watching the Vader series. Rather than be like, we're making a Dr. Aphra show. And everyone goes, who? Mm, that's interesting. So it, so you kind of, you do the inverse. You, uh, yeah. I mean, that's how, that's how they did it with Ahsoka. Because if you hadn't watched Clone Wars, everyone's like, who the hell is this Jedi that all the Star Wars fans rave about all the time? And then she shows up like a badass. She does her thing. And now, like, I have my own show. Um, so, and then they brought mm-hmm. her back again in Boba Fett. So it's an easy way to bring what characters. What if they used Obi-Wan to introduce her? You could do that. 
I'm just trying to like I just I have I, I just the more I think about it. So I'm I'm the one. Last Maybe week she's who, digging up lightsabers on Tatooine. Too. Oh my god, the amount of lightsabers that are in the ground on Tatooine is absolutely ridiculous. I thought that at the end of Obi Wan as well, when when Reva puts her freaking lightsaber in the ground, it's just like another one, another one to the, add to the sand collection. The Reva Skywalker memes. No, I haven't seen that. You know what's fucking crazy? Speaking of speaking of Reva and and Moses, um. It's crazy how people started out with with so much anger towards this character, and now they can't shut up about getting on her own standalone show. It's absolutely insane how quick this fandom can just flip on themselves. Danielle was like, I don't know if I hate her because she's Reva or I hate her role. And I was like, if she's making you question it, that means she probably did a good job at, at playing the role which is mm -hmm. why you don't like her because Danielle tends to like get personally offended by characters. She doesn't like in the story. Oh no. Yeah. Like I I'm not going to give stranger things away, but there's someone in stranger things that she's like, oh, I hate him. And I'm like, yeah, cause they're a good actor. That's why. Um, so it's the same thing with Reva. Like Reva did such a good job that I think a lot of people hated her, but they hated Reva, not Moses Ingram. So um, I think I thought she did superb for, what was laid out i can understand why people you have to understand something too tim how many of the star wars fans like are obsessed with this rule of two and probably hate the inquisitors as as, as well i don't understand why like there's such a cool like it's it's honestly it's <clears throat> what i expected the knights of ren to be i wanted knights of ren to be this that was the, it's the whole, loophole. Like, yeah, it's really Knights cool. of Ren are awesome, but you got to find out about awesome. them in the comics. Yes, I know. That's what's so frustrating. But, like, we get to see that on screen. And, like, that's what the Knights of Ren should have been on screen. And they nailed it with the Inquisitorial squad. And so it's just, it's very frustrating. The other thing about her that I think is interesting as well is that she was originally, and we talked about this, she was supposed to die. She was also not supposed to know that Vader was Anakin. In, in, one, of the original, in one of the original writings for the show... She was supposed to die, which I thought, you know, it would have made sense. The other thing that didn't make sense for me, for us that we talked about was the fact that she knew that Vader was Anakin. How did she know that? No one, no one could have told her. She only saw Anakin for a brief moment in the temple as he was slaughtering all the younglings and then peaced out. There's no way that she could have known that. So that was a very interesting piece to me. And so, which makes me think that she really will get, she will get reintroduced into another show. I don't think she's going to get her own standalone show, but the fact yeah. that she has all of this, this, um, the deep character building that they gave her, like they, they really like laid out a really good character for us and created all these things that she knows she's got trauma. She knows that Vader's Anakin. So she just hates him. Um, getting reintroduced. I really think we'll either see her in, in the bat. We'll see her in, um, not bad batch in, um, in either Fallen, uh, Fallen Order, which is now uh, Survivor, or we're going to get her in uh, in the Cassian Andor show. I could see her in Fallen Order. I think that would be the best place for her. Bad Batch, maybe. Probably not. Cassian Andor. The only thing that I think it would be cool to see her in is because I feel like you might have to throw a little bit of the Star Wars Jedi like seasoning in there just to kind of keep people interested as to, like, what's really what, what else is going on? I mean, and like that's a that's a decent character, yeah, right. And that's a decent character to kind of like throw her in because she's she's kind of like that gray Jedi now, right? Like she she dabbled in the in the good side, she dabbled <laughs> in the in the in the dark side, and she's a little little broken. Like why not throw her in there to get into some of the shit with uh with the other characters? Yeah, because even I, this season of Mandalorian, aside from Grogu, I don't think we'll have any Force users in the show. If they say really really heavy on the Mandalorian theme, then no, there shouldn't be any type of of Jedi. They need up. to. They spent two seasons building up the story. I'm playing um, Knights of Republic 2 on my Switch, which, by the way, plays really well. Okay. Really well. And it's not an action game. It's a turn-based. Yeah, that's where I get lost now. As an older person, I just I find turn-based just so boring. But it's it's more Q-based. It's, it's not really turn because you do get extra hits based on your stats and whatnot. So it's not necessarily like turn-based in like a choose-your-move like Final Fantasy. It is... It is dated in that sense, but it's smooth and it plays mm -hmm. very nice. And I've really enjoyed. I don't know if it's the nostalgia going back. The nostalgia. I, I'm enjoying it. Like I'm, I look forward to playing it uh, in bed and stuff. So it's it's nice. But um, you know, looking at at 
where were we? I completely lost my train of thought talking about how much so I love the game. Because you got so excited about Super I know, because I was thinking Switch. about what where I was in the game and, and going back to it. I'm like, all right, you know. Okay, so and you I'm, were talking about how pissed off you were about Grogu and them building out oh, oh, for two seasons. Thank you. So gotcha. in this in this game and the, and the one before it, they do such a good job of bringing the Mandalorians into the universe because sure. this was our introduction to them, was the Mandalorian Wars and things like that. So remembering how rich their lore is and how you get to interact with them in these games that's what i want season three to be like i want that feeling i want the feeling i want the world to understand how cool the mandalorians are not just because of, of din jaren right because no, the armorer there's, there's a whole culture that whole is missing story from that there show. yeah yep. and that's what i want to and and you know i do think we'll meet sabine so the chance of meeting ezra is there as another force user but um sabine I, would be the, the main focus on that in man i i really i truly think that we we will not see sabine unless unless it's going to be later on i man i don't know because i feel like they want to keep that for ahsoka they 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 showcased her at the ahsoka panel i have a ooh man but they like introducing characters no they like introducing them on another show the thought of ahsoka the thought of sabine Wren showing up it, that would that would make sense she already she's already met with with Katie Sackhoff's character, she's already been with Bo-Katan. They know each other. She gave Very her the well. dark saber. Ooh, this would be interesting. Yeah, Sabine returning. We also don't know what happened to Sabine's mom. No, I'm assuming <gasps> oh. she's she was killed in the. Well, we bombing, don't know what happened to her mom or her dad. Right? Dad we dies, just, like, doesn't he? Does dad die at the end? No, isn't dad like the really nice guy who doesn't want to fight? Yeah, he's the pacifist. Yeah, but he does. Does he die at the end of that episode? No. No, no she's like, bye, him. I love you, and then they, they, they leave. Him. Yeah. So, so they're. I mean, oh, they, the brother's oh. the traitor. Yeah. Right? He doesn't he betray them? C cousin, brother, somebody. There's a lot. So that's the whole thing. It's like this, the 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 family hierarchy and all this, and the clans. It's Game and of Thrones is, in space. It's a lot. It really is Game of Thrones. Man, this is. I never really like thought that they could introduce. Sabine. She makes sense. She does make sense. Because like, what if she's hanging start... out with Bo? Not even hanging out, but what if she returns? What if she returns with her parents? You know, yeah, but that. But, but the last time we left her, she was on a mission to find Ezra, and so that's the one thing that, like, she. I would assume that she was hell bent on finding Ezra and Thrawn. Why would she give up that hunt with Ahsoka to then what if go they found help Ezra? Out? Oh. No, there's no way. I don't think. I don't think they would take that away from us. The whole. The whole idea of what like, if just Sabine shows up. Yeah, but why? That's the whole thing. Is like Mandalore, it's her no, home. I, no, no, I, I get that, but but Mandalore's already been lost, and so like the idea of going back. But we're going no, back. Mando's going back. Not not like not the all of the Mandalorian people are going back to to Mandalore. It's just not Mando all, but, and Bo, and so if, that's the if one. If the thing word that gets out, out. What, remember what Bo said. Don't believe everything you've heard. If the word gets out that Mandalore isn't this poisonous, you know, gas planet at this point that's just destroyed mm -hmm. and it just needs to be rebuilt, that word will spread quickly and then people will vie for the throne and then uh. the Darksaber comes back into play. And I have a feeling that the duel with Vizsla didn't count because he was disgraced from taking his helmet off with, within the, the way. Uh, he took his He took his helmet off so many times. Right, but he admitted to the armor that he took it off and now she's like, you need to go purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minotaur. Yeah, but that was for was. that was for Mando. Right. So that's why I think the duel with with Mando and Vizsla didn't count, which means Vizsla could come back into the picture as someone vying for the throne because Vizsla is from one of the original ruling families of Mandalore. Well, they, I mean like they, uh, there's I don't know if there's a limit on how many times they can duel. I mean, he could show up again and be like, "I want to duel your ass again." Yeah, I I have no idea how that. Yeah, that that's part, really that interesting. Works. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to He's to, also uh, to He's also the descendant one. of the only Mandalorian Jedi. No, Which you're right. His character is going to come back. I think it would be really weird, though, if he takes his helmet off and it's freaking it's uh, it, John Favreau. Um, I don't like think he'd take his helmet off. But how funny would that be if it was, it was like Favreau just leaned into it being him the whole time? I also want to know when they instituted that rule, because when they're Death Watch, they take their helmets off. That's, all the time. that's also the thing that makes that makes me question that. So so it might be some sort of cultish. I think it's a know, trap. I think thing. it's a goddamn trap. What if? What if the armorist, she, she, like, this was the plan the whole time, was to find out how to get the Darksaber back. 
And so she knew that it was Mando and that he has it. And she came up with this whole plot, this whole plot on getting him back to Mandalore to get the dark saber there. And so she came up with this whole thing of you having to go purify yourself in these waters. Well, there's also the theory that the armor is Rook Cast, who was Gar Saxon's right hand woman. Mm-hmm. Saw that. Yeah, which we is a great about idea, while, which yeah. then leads into the whole it's a trap. Mm-hmm. What if? Yeah, it's it's very interesting. So, I mean, you could have the Vizslas in play, you could have the Saxons in play, you could have the Rens in play, be and Game you could have the Game of Thrones. Oh, it's I'm Game excited. It's Game of Thrones, and that's the ones we know about. Can you imagine how many other how many other houses from Mandalore would be like Man. the planet's fine? Oh, well, I would like to challenge for the dark saber too. It's gonna be like a conga line. is gonna play. I don't know. <laughs> Might be an alien. <laughs> Could you imagine if Peter Dinklage showed up? That would be awesome. Might be an alien. I think that'd be great. I would love yeah, to I see mean, Peter there's... Dinklage on the on the Space Game of Thrones show. Ulrich Wren is Sabine's dad. I mean, you had Tristan was her brother. I mean, you have, oh my God, there's so many. It's going to be a lot. I, I really never thought that they could turn they could turn uh, Mando season three into just a Game of Thrones. Because I have a feeling they want to, they want to make sure that they introduce Mandalore for the future of storytelling. Yeah, for sure. Whether definitely. it's the past or the or the future, I of think the they franchise. go backwards. I think they I think they establish what happened in normal Star Wars storytelling. We always establish what happened before we figure out how we got there. And so we always get the end. And so this is the end of Mandalore. So we think, right? We assume the planet's been be glass. There's not much left to save. What if, okay, so we get the ending of Mandalore. We know that everyone lives happily ever after on Mandalore, whatever. Well, then let's go get all the cool shit that happened before. And so that's yeah. where, like, you know, again, you There's could get your animated series. You could get your shorts. You could get whatever. We could get an entire, like, actual Mandalore show that is talking about, you know, that it's... It's all Mandalore the cool the shit. Great. It's all, you know, the Mandalore the Great and all the, the we could get, uh, finally, we could see the the great battle between the Jedi and the, and the Mandalorians. Jedi Mandalorian Wars. So, you know, like, that could be sick, man. I mean, like, we got introduced to that at the end of Clone Wars, right? We get to see Maul inside the actual holding chambers that they use to hold Jedi inside of. Like, the Mandos, why would they lean into that more? Mandalorians also in Legends uh, were part of the Sith Empire when the, the Republic and the Empire coexisted. That'd be cool. I would love to see that. It just, it makes sense. It makes sense. But they to were get... free. They were one of the only races that the emperor didn't consider himself the ruler of, that they were just They were just like contractors. Partners. Yeah, because he didn't want to fight. He did it because he didn't want to fight them. That makes sense. They're just guns he for wanted... hire. Yeah, that's how I've always. Them. That's how I've always seen Mandalorians. They've always, to me, have always been those, like, those mercenaries. Those, those people that you never really want to mess with, but you love having on your side. That's how they made their money in Legends was. Mm. And that's how they became so wealthy was because they were guns for hire as, as entire clans. So the clan would basically say, you know, you can rent my army for, you know, X amount of credits. And they would go out and they make an ass load of money and do a ton of killing and murdering, which, is, you know, they're basically Vikings in space. So they love that yeah, shit. Who is that? Yeah. And then, you know, make a ton of money. And that's how that's how they became so wealthy and powerful was because they were mercenaries. But the yeah. mercenary was part of their the mercenary work was part of their culture it's very interesting it's like one of the coolest like sci-fi races um you know it's similar i don't want to say similar to because they're more like pirates but the nihil are are you know similar but they don't do it for hire they just go rob and steal and kill yeah and pillage um so it's it's similar in that sense um john williams is retiring after uh indiana jones i saw his retirement party uh or it was his 90th birthday party and um, the orchestra that he was conducting for his birthday party, um, they wanted to play uh, the Imperial March. And so he conducted the Imperial March with this orchestra, and he said that was one of the best renditions he had ever heard of the Imperial March. And so it was, I saw the video on TikTok. It was, it was goosebumps the entire time. It was so good. But just to see I mean, him, everyone's like, I wish I could move like that when I'm 90. And he's just up there, same. and he's just having a great old time. You ever so. see the video where the two kids are playing? Um, I saw that when they were playing the French horn outside his outside. And he his comes house. out and says hello to them and thanks uh-huh. them. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's had uh, to say he's had a great life would be freaking an understatement and a half. He is the reason that you know. Oh, he's inspired Star Wars, generations. Star Wars and Indiana Jones. I, they're not the same movies without him. They're no. not. Like you can't even argue that because they're not the same movies. Like he makes them what they are. And it shows you the importance of a score. 
yeah. um, and why it's so meaningful because the things you remember from star wars yeah you remember scenes but you also hum the music of all of those scenes every all time, the time dude i was at the i was getting sushi in new york with my son and we have chopsticks and i'm like and i'm like while we're you know doing it with the chopsticks and danielle's like is that star wars i'm like yeah so like you know that's just it's part of our culture so he mm-hmm. he did a phenomenal job of yeah. making that come to life so yes rest mr williams rest He's not done dead. so much I know, I'm dead. saying rest, like, retire and okay, freaking just, 90 years old. All right, just want to make sure listeners know he's not dead, okay? He's retiring. Yeah, this, is not, just, this is not the James Earl Jones appreciation post God, that scares God, the shit out of me Thank every time. Thank you so much for what you've done. Um, <clears throat> what else we got in the news? Taika's movie is not shooting this year. I'm excited for Taika's movie because I think he thinks just like us. I think he's he, he, he keeps talking about how he wants to tell stories with new characters. Yeah. You know, all that stuff, which leads me to believe that he's going to go either like completely left field and like tell a story of nothing that's ever existed before. Or he'll be telling some of the higher older public stories. People are trying to convince me that this movie was going to be about Jar Jar Binks. And so to those people, he made I just want to say because he made a joke you. about it. He yeah, made a just, joke that, about it. That's why. But then there was articles that were written about it. And then people were tagging me and going, look, 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 Jar Jar is coming back. So I just want to tell you guys, no. You know who's obsessed with Darth Jar Jar theory that just learned about it? Who? Pete. Oh, God. He keeps sending me all these Darth Jar Jar videos. He's like, have you seen this? I'm like, Tim, uh, Pete, this is like 10 years old, if not more. God damn like, it. we've been talking about Darth Jar Jar. You're just getting into this. <laughs> Sweet summer child. He's like, this is amazing. I, I, I want to see this show. I'm like, oh, Lord. Um, Liam uh, Neeson, that lion sack of shit. Um, I love him. Don't, don't, don't complain. Well, no, he's never going to come on the show now. Uh, he wasn't coming anyway. Uh, I ser- there's certain people I know are just like like me saying like yeah Harrison Ford will come on come on it's, it's not happening <laughs> I fucking hate this yeah why am I here uh, I you? certainly Liam said I certainly didn't want anyone else playing Qui Gon Jinn and I wanted to show my respect for Mr Lucas and that mythical world he created plus Ewan is a pal and I loved working with him during the Phantom Menace 25 years ago so oh that's cool what a liar um. And last but not least in the news, Star Wars Celebration tickets go on sale tomorrow for Star Wars Celebration in London. Tim and I have every intention of being there. We've already started submitting stuff for Star Wars and Scotch and whatnot. So uh, if you're going to be in London, then um, we should say hello. Also, if you're a Star Wars creator or you just like Star Wars, you should probably look at GCX next year. Because if you can't make it across the pond, Tim and I have plans, plans, plans for all of you. Also, if you head on over to shop.starwarscelebration.com, all of the merch that they didn't sell at Star Wars Celebration is available for order. And there's some really good stuff on there. So, like, for, like, decent price, like, there's, like, you know, Darth Vader shirt for, like, $32. So, I mean, like, you're going to pay, you're going to end up paying convention prices for this merch. But if you weren't able to make it out to Anaheim, uh, definitely think about getting some stuff because there's some there's some really cool shirts up here. There's even some, like, there's, there's freaking Anakin and Obi-Wan flip-flops, Kevin. I'm getting you that for your birthday. I might have to get you. And it, and it says, I don't like sand <laughs> on the bottom of the flip-flops. Yo, when, it, when I give you this hardcover um, Star Wars uh, original storybook, I want your full feedback on the next episode of uh, Star Wars and Scotch after you're done reading it. The, oh yes, I'm gonna have to. Is it really gonna blow my mind? Is it, am I gonna have like a whole new? It's not gonna blow your Wars? mind. No, 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 no. It's not like that. It is just so interesting to see where the story started, yeah. and then where it ended up, and then the fact that someone took the original story and turned it into a comic is so interesting. You know, it's just it's just cool. It's just interesting how different it was when George Lucas originally conceived it. And yeah. where it ended up because of all the people that got involved along the way. That's cool. Um, yeah, it's just cool. It's just, I don't know. It's just cool. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Um, but yeah, I, w- I want your uh, your review. Uh, I will give it to you in its full it. entirety, Kevin. I promise. All right. We're getting out of here. Thank you so much for checking out episode 89 of Star Wars and Scotch. There is no, uh, no, there is an episode next week. We'll have uh, the folks from Most Things Kenobi on next week. Yes, the week after that, we are taking a week off. We had attended, we always take GCX time off, but Obi-Wan, we couldn't do it. I am out of the state. I will be at a cabin in the Smoky Mountains uh, with hopefully no cell phone service. So and I will not be able to That was the last record. time we heard from Kevin. <laughs> That'd be hilariously on brand. Um, 
but yeah, t- we're gonna we're gonna take the week off. We're both gonna uh, just chill. There's nothing going on really in Star Wars universe. So we say we're gonna take the week It'll off, and then that time to, yeah, that's that's when everything that Wednesday right. morning they're like bombshell announcement. Um, <laughs> have him be like typical. <laughs> I won't know about it until I get back. So, um, uh, but yeah, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Make sure you go over to fb.gg slash darkness four two nine Monday through Friday nine a.m. ish Eastern. Uh, it's a Tarkov wipe, so uh, yeah, happiness and all around and joy. And <laughs> the servers are dead, so it's fine. I had, I get a yeah. When when it. Ben yesterday was telling you, and he was like, "Yeah, the servers go up in the morning." I'm like, "They won't be up like, by the time no, Tim has to start his stream. He's going to be sitting there with the background talking to his chat and being like, <laughs> I am dreading this.'" Um, <laughs> so make sure you hang out with Tim uh, during this Tarkov wipe. Uh, it should be a, a fun one. I'll probably it'll, hop in it, now that it's wiped, and then I'll. Man. And then I'll play for a week and then I'll fall behind and not play till the next wipe. Um, so, uh, and everything I do is on rarejob.co. Uh, so you can head over there. New website coming, uh, Q3. Ooh, that's cool. Listen out all of our services and all the cool stuff that we do and get to be involved in. So that'll be fun as well. Um, and if you want to get with us, you can go Star Wars and Scotch on Facebook or at Star Wars Scotch on Twitter. Um, you can also join the Rare Drop um, uh, Discord. There's Star yes. Wars channels for High Republic, Old Republic, spoilers, you name it. It's all in the Rare Drop Discord. So um, uh, we'll put the Rare Drop Discord link in the uh, in the show notes if you're listening or watching. But thank you so much. You have a great, great week. We will see you for episode 90 next week. Tim? May the force be with you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.